Welcome to Movement 4.0, From Babies to Astronauts, a place that you can learn about movement and space. I'm Michelle Turner from Movement Lesson. If you need, you can find me all over the place under Movement Lesson. Also, you can't do this without me. You can't get to Mars without me. My book available on Audible. It's also available on Amazon, 21 New Theories of Biological Gravity. Gravity and movement are very, very important really establishes really from the get-go from the second we are born. We are meant to be born through a vaginal delivery versus a C-section. But again, that conversation goes into saving the mother, saving the baby, emergency, going into those kind of conversations. Now, I know you're not thinking about going in outer space and whether you came from a C-section or not. But the relationship of movement really needs to be established differently than muscle-based movement. It, we need to take time and look at the way movement is organized in living organisms, human beings. Now you can say, oh, well, plant seeds, not vaginal delivery. In a sense, it is. You can go on YouTube really easily and look at videos that are out there on slow-mo and seed development. There's really one in particular where there's four seeds across and two of the seeds can't shake the shell. So what you're seeing really is the birth of a seed. You'll see the opposing forces start. The opposing force is the energy that goes into the seed pod to break out, to break through the soil. Very similar to a vaginal delivery because it's coming out immediately in a rotational movement. At the same time, it has opposing forces obviously not contractions, but if you look at the root system going down, you'll also see rotational forces going into the dirt. And so you'll see equal and opposite opposing forces going into that movement. That opposing force is what living biology needs. We need to have opposing force to organize our movements. So immediately you'll see these seedlings and they'll start to rotate, 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 rotate. The seed with the most rotation wins. It's that simple. No different than human beings. The person with the most abilities to use oppositional force organization with rotational movement wins. It's that simple. So I know that most of you know me for working with children with special needs. I work with everybody. I work with top athletes as well as people that just need help. It is the same movement denomination. So when you're looking at even just learning my modality, people are used to certain protocols. If I want crawling, I'm supposed to do this. If I want standing, I'm supposed to do this. It is really difficult, but then very easy to change the brain when you start seeing that opposing force with rotational movements. It really is the pure physics of all of us from the planet Earth, the sun, our human bodies in a seedling. Living organisms need this opposing force with rotational movements. Now the earth has lots of it through the atmosphere, jet streams, oceanic systems, crust displacement, all of that goes on. You'll see these kind of movements come into place or they're not in place and that's where you have the trauma. When it's not in place, right, that's when the earth slips. We have earthquakes. We can really look at things that simply, but again, the earth doesn't have a muscle. 
but it has these principles of movement. Plants don't have muscles, but they have these principles of movements. We happen to have muscles. Muscles are meant to respond to our movement, but they're not meant to create the movement. And that's a real tough sell. And everyone's going to, you know, I get it all the time. I get it a lot from, from let's say, physical therapists when they try and look at me and, and they're like, you know, if I contract the muscle, I get a movement. Yes, you do. Right. But that's like an earthquake. When I contract a muscle, all I'm doing is contracting a muscle. The functional movement, the way we organize movement has to have these principles of movements. Right. And it's not about that size matters or how much muscles. You might be able to, to say, you know, that a man is stronger than a woman, let's say because of their muscle dynamics, but actually it's their movement dynamics. When you look at the size, the shape, the abilities to work a certain way, you will see differences in even just the muscles. So if you look and break down the sarcomores, the muscle fibers, the myosin atkins, right, you actually have synchronized rotational movements, not sliding filaments. I presented that long ago at Oxford. But when, so you look at muscle mass, when people are using their muscle mass correctly, you'll see much more rotational abilities, right? And so when they, when they use that movement, then you get movement. If I just contract my bicep, I still can't feed my face. And so it's the objective of learning a functional movement versus a movement that can take place. The body organizes off of functional movements. And that's also the definition of special needs, right? Whether you've had a stroke, Parkinson's, or you had birth trauma, the definition of special needs is that the lack of ability to produce a functional movement, right? What we might say is a milestone, but milestones are much more. You know, there's some parents that just wish their child could hold a spoon and feed themselves or walk down the hallway or just have that independence transitioning going from even just a wheelchair, let's say, to the toilet, these are a lot of things you guys don't have to think about, but at the same time, we need to not say that that person is not capable. It's what is not organized in their system. What are they not experiencing in their system as far as a movement base that creates the changes within the brain and the body to have now functional movements? That's what's important to all of our lives, whether we're preventing anti-aging, sports, Olympics, all the way down to just helping a baby go into rolling over. These movements define us. These movements are, are it's not muscle memory, right? Movements is a, it's accumulation of our entire system. So when you're looking at these movements, these movements need to take place for us to transition into the next level. And the biggest thing what people don't realize with milestones is getting in and out of the position. You can't just stand a toddler and say, go walk, right? They have to, their systems need to know that they can go in and out of standing. They have to know in and out of walking. When, when do you not want to go into a situation, right? Especially even getting on a rocket because you're saying, I can't get off. I can't go in and out of the situation. I can't transition in and out of that situation. So a lot of people stay at the lower level. We do that emotionally. We do that cognitively. But it first happens with our movements. When you have every movement possible under the sun, and this is just mathematics, you can do anything. What really limits you? You can say money. You can say cognitive. You can say, I get it. But when it comes down to it, it's the movement. 
looking at this, these are the simple but key principles that we have to take into outer space. My title in my book says it. I wasn't being arrogant. You can't get to Mars without me. You can't get to Mars without knowing these kind of crucial information about how the human body works. We can't get to the moon. The moon is actually going to be much more dangerous if we decide to colonize the moon for astronauts. Why? Because there's no rotation off the moon. And so when there's no rotations for us to organize off of, the equipment that has to be developed based off of these principles really need to take in place. Now, don't tell me you're going to spend the space station or, or that. First of all is I can't even imagine the archaic amount of money that you're going to have to spend. And archaic, I mean, because it's just old school thinking. Just because there was a movie on, it doesn't mean that makes it so, right? I get it. We've watched Star Wars and look at the advancements in computers just based off of imagination. Spinning a space station, right? Dave needs to stay where he's at. Why? Because when you spin a space station, now you're creating a pulling force. Gravity is not a pulling force. It's a binding force. Remember, we have to be able to oppose, functionally oppose the system of gravity and using then rotational movement. And this is where, again, you know, Einstein was really incorrect by just, you know, firing a G-force underneath us and we would know the difference if we're on Earth or not. I get it. You can look at a human scale and say, okay, that force equals me at 150 pounds. I'm 150 pounds on Earth. Therefore, it's the same. It is not because the organization or inabilities of movements that I can or cannot produce now based off of this force coming from underneath me, pushing me, is different than me, you know, assimilating with the rotational forces of the earth. And that's what I've organized to. I get it. I'm going to go off planet earth. We're going to do it. I don't have any doubt in that, but we have to look at these movements. This is Michelle Turner. I look forward to more discussions with you. Again, you can reach me at movementlesson.academy or any place on the internet, Facebook, etc. under movement lesson. Please, please, please. Um, even if you PM me, you know, just ask for the 21 new biological theories and gravitational movements. These movements are crucial to how we move, how the earth moves, how gravity moves. And we have to understand this organization for us to get to the next level. Thanks, guys.